million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock. Our guy Mojo will be back with us in just a few minutes, but we are joined by one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, the Hall of Famer himself, Warren Moon. To reflect on Warren, people still still in shock, Jets fans in shock, football fans in shock about what happened Monday night. Uh, obviously, a little bit of time has passed now, Warren. <laughs> what did you make? I mean, to go from the highest of highs, biggest story in the NFL, Super Bowl contenders, and four plays, and it's over, Warren. Yeah, this has been the biggest story in football for the last probably 10, 11 months. Uh, everybody anticipating was Aaron going to go back to Green Bay. If he wasn't going to go back, where was he going to go? Then he decides on the Jets. And uh, it's been a great love affair since he's been there. He's uh, really taken on to his teammates, taking them out to dinners and different concerts and gotten close to them. And everybody just loves the new Aaron Rodgers. Now, all of a sudden, the game is there. You have all these celebrities there, a full house. And four plays in, he's done for the season. It, it's just uh, you just can't write things like this. You know, this is like a, a movie script for a sad, a sad ending of a movie. And the the one thing you wonder now is this going to be the last time Aaron Rodgers plays football? Was that the last we've ever seen him? Because at his age and the severity of this injury, it's not something you come back from easy. What would you say to that, Warren? What What does your gut tell you? He's going to be forty years old uh, in December. It's a year, a year recovery, and and like you said, I mean, forty year olds recovering from injuries like this, it's not something that that really happens. What what do you think? You know, I, I just knowing Aaron Rodgers, I don't think he wants to go out like this. So um, the good thing about this injury, if there is a positive, is it happened in the first game. So now he's got it's probably about an eight or nine month injury, and he'll be like, I guess April before he's uh, fully healthy again. So by then, he'll be able to decide whether he wants to come back or not by how he feels. But my gut tells me that he's probably going to try it one more time just because he feels like this isn't the way he wants to end his career uh, four plays into this season. A lot of people were, were debating whether or not he was still the guy that won the back-to-back -back MVPs a few years ago or whether or not he had lost a little something. Can he be the same player that he was? Can he be top three or so four quarterback in the league a year away, older, and now with injury? I don't think that will happen, but I don't think he has to be that guy for this team to be successful. You saw the way their defense played last night. So they have a top five, maybe one of the top rated defenses in the league, the way they play and fly around with the football. There's a lot of talent on this football team on the offensive side. Now it's just a matter of having a quarterback that can play decent football and not lose football games for you. And if they can do that, if he can play like that, I think they still have a chance to be a very good football team if he comes back. Yeah, watching Garrett Wilson and some uh, and Brees Hall. I mean, some of the some of the uh, skill position guys they have. They they've got such a talented team. Warren, what should they do for this year? Because you, you obviously you're not going to throw your hands up and say the season's over. They just beat the Bills without Aaron Rodgers. Do you do you ride with Zach Wilson? Do you bring in a veteran? What do you do? I think you do bring in a veteran to back him up, but I think you go with Zach Wilson because he knows the offense very well because he's been there the whole offseason. He's been there throughout uh, training camp and the and the preseason. And I think Aaron has been a very positive influence on him. I think you see a different um, Zach Wilson out there right now. And I think Aaron, if he stays around, he could be a, a very valuable mentor to Zach as well because they have a really close relationship. So I think Zach is the way you go right now, but you bring in a veteran to, to go ahead and learn what they're doing and also be there just in case Zach does falter.
you know, there's a lot of veterans out there. Everyone from Tom Brady, Matt Ryan, obviously you've got even Colin Kaepernick's name that's been talked about today. Is there a guy you'd like to see them go after? And, and is should they make a call at the very least to Tom Brady? Well, I think Tom Brady's probably done. I think he's made that pretty clear because yeah. there's other places he could have went. You know, he's part owner now of the Raiders. I don't think as an owner you can be a player. So there's a conflict there right now. Uh, I would find somebody that's familiar with this offense, somebody that's going to come in and be able to learn it as quickly as possible. You're going to have to be up and ready to go uh, within a week or two so you're ready to play the next time they play. So that would be my suggestion. You know, Matt Ryan probably comes out of an offense similar to this, but I don't know if he wants to come back or not. But somebody like that that's been in this type of West Coast style of offense. From a football standpoint, have you ever seen an injury like we, we saw Monday night? I've never seen it from this magnitude. I've seen many injuries. I've seen many torn Achilles. I've seen blown out knees. I've seen, you know, pretty much everything. But because of who he is and Aaron Rodgers, because of all the buildup, where he was going to play and going to New York City, the the mega capital of, of our country as far as media and all of that and, and what everybody was expecting of him, I've never seen anything like it as far as the air being let out of a balloon the way it was. Three months from now, any chance the Jets are in the playoffs or are the Jets in the playoffs? This is a good enough roster to be in the playoffs, but they're in a very tough division. But they just beat the team that everybody thought would win the division, the Buffalo Bills. So they're they're up on them right now, um, but it's a long way to go. So we'll have to see how Zach Wilson responds. But this team is good enough on paper to get to the playoffs. What a crazy start to this season, huh? Wow, what a crazy <laughs> start. But it's the NFL. They just love to... They don't write it, but they do write drama. <laughs> right. Stay tuned for week two. Gosh, thank right. you, Warren. All right, Michael. Take care, my man. Mojo <laughs> taps in for the great Warren Moon. Mojo, let's talk about Adam Pacman Jones. I know it's something that you talked about on Monday's show. Pacman, uh, the former great cornerback, was arrested in the Cincinnati area, he was on a plane mojo. He was uh, attempting to fly to New Jersey, of course, for the Monday night football game between the Jets and the Buffalo Bills. Uh, but as we know, Pac-Man never made it uh, into the air because he was taken off of the plane mojo and arrested for disorderly conduct, alcohol intoxication, and for making terroristic threats. Well, now, mojo, we actually have video from somebody who was not only on the plane, but was sitting directly next to Pac-Man. And you can hear the conversation that was going on between Pac-Man, some fellow passengers, and the flight attendants. And all this led up to his arrest. Take a look. I'm not. Actually, one question. Can you hear me out with one question? I have to pretty much let you know what that means. All right, Mojo. So um, you clearly heard Pac-Man agitated. I, I will say this. Uh, obviously, that's just a piece of what was about a five-minute clip. If you'd like to see the video in its entirety, go to the TMZ Sports website. And you can see, I mean, Pac-Man is, it starts off and it's relatively tame, but things get ratcheted up a bit. Now, 
I did talk to Pac-Man, and here's what he had to say, Mojo. I did not threaten anyone. I was not drunk. And as the video clearly shows, I was the one who was mistreated. So Pac-Man actually believes that this uh, vindicating uh, of him, Mojo, and this is not something uh, that uh, makes him look bad. What do you think? I, <laughs> I, I think a couple of things here. I think more so than not, this video does vindicate him. Did anything in that video appear to be a terroristic threat? No. Absolutely not. I think not. that's a good did point. He, did he seem drunk at any point no. in this video? Absolutely not. Agreed. Especially towards the beginning of it, it right. seemed to me like he was very calm, cool, and collected, which can be extremely challenging to do when you're dealing with airport issues. And my goodness, oh, yeah. they're at an all-time high now. The travel experience is just worse right. than and it is. And it's frustrating. And, it, and, and, and as we both know, it, when something like this, not exactly like this, but when you have an issue on a plane, it, it's frustrating. Uh, I do also understand the fellow passengers then to have to go back to the gate so Pac-Man could get off the plane. That's also frustrating for them. So I understand why everybody was in a bad mood here. I, I get that. Uh, I, I am with you, though. I, I didn't um, perceive Pac-Man to be drunk, and I did not hear any terroristic threats, anything where he was threatening to harm anybody or, or harming of the plane. I, I don't know. Look, some of the stuff that he said, uh, the, the, the racial stuff, uh, yeah, look, I, I could obviously do without that. But uh, drunken terroristic threats, I don't know about that. The way I see this is they were just waiting for it to escalate, for him to say one word that was just remotely inappropriate so they would have a reason to boot him. You know, it's like when you call a help desk and they keep you on the phone apologizing to you for five hours straight and bouncing around and they're just waiting for you to get frustrated right. enough to drop one curse word right. <laughs> so they can use that as an excuse to hang up and throw out your claim. And I don't know, that's kind of the vibe that I got here. I, I mean, causing this much of a ruckus, having to turn around the plane, throwing him off. You know, having all these issues with the other passengers, I mean, this is a nightmare for everybody involved. Again, we're only seeing a part of the clip. Who knows what happened before this? I am sure you guys have touched on this a bit. Uh, the reason that Pac-Man was initially upset, at least this is what I've gathered from people I've talked with, was uh, the outlet at his seat, uh, the power outlet, was not working. Now, Pac-Man was traveling to Jersey, like we said, for the Monday night football game, and he was working that game in some capacity. I'm told he had his notes on his iPad, and he felt like he needed to plug in his iPad. I don't know if it was dead or whatever the, the situation was, but he says he needed power. He wanted to move to a different seat where the power outlet was working. For some reason, that was not happening, and that was the, uh, the reason that this fight started. Now, Mojo, um, this really has nothing to do with this incident, but it's one of my favorite videos that we have ever put up here on TMZ Sports. Way back in the day, this was 2018, this was in Atlanta, in their uh, big airport over there. Uh, Pac-Man Jones got into a literal fist fight, and he had some of the most delicious food, Popeye's fried chicken, in his, uh, in his hand. Now, he dropped it, and that's the real tragedy here. Hopefully, he picked <laughs> it up and was able uh, to, to eat his food, but he, he literally got Mojo into a fist fight with an airport. Airport employee, as you can see here. So, uh, yeah, not going to tell you it's the first time Pac-Man Jones has gotten in trouble. Sometimes happens. I still like the guy. I'll be honest.
Coming up next on TMC Sports, huge honor for Eagles superstar quarterback Jalen Hurts. Not only a Sports Illustrated cover athlete, but now also a Time Magazine cover athlete. Yeah, Jalen was just named to an incredibly prestigious list. We'll explain next on TMC Sports. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo. Mojo, Time Magazine, they released their list of the 100 emerging leaders, the, the, the future of leadership across some of the biggest industries in the entire world. And Mojo, there are some very prominent sports figures who made the list, including that guy right there. I want to hate him because he's the Eagles quarterback, but he's, he's so darn good, of course. Jalen Hurts, one of not just the people who made this list, Mojo, along, of course, with 99 others, but uh, one of three cover athletes. So uh, Jalen Hurts uh, representing himself in a very big way. So uh, in addition to Jalen Hurts, you have Angel Reese. Of course, Angel Reese, we know what she did winning the national championship. Uh, she, she, made, she had that very polarizing moment, Mojo, of course, so with uh, Caitlin Clark and, uh, you know, John Cena. And we know what happened. She is an absolutely gigantic star, still a very young woman who has an incredibly bright future. Mojo, of course, Ronald Acuna Jr. having, uh, you know, one of the best seasons, absolutely incredible player, a star for the Atlanta Braves we've talked about Ronald a couple times lately. So those three guys, Mojo, there are some other uh, athletes. There's a cricket player. There's a, a golfer. There's two soccer players. So seven out of 100 made the list, Mojo. And again, these are uh, these are not people who are necessarily the most influential right now, but these are the people who they predict are going to be absolutely massive superstars. And looking at that list, I mean, they kind of already are and uh, only getting bigger by the day. I mean, I think the numbers tell the story, right? Literally only 7% of the superstars on this list are athletes. Who like says we can't do math here at TMZ Sports? Yeah, <laughs> really, seven <laughs> out of 100 only are athletes. So now you're talking about more or less one athlete per major sport. Right. And you know now we're talking about international as well because we don't even really have cricket here. No, here right. in the U.S., I mean, no. that's other countries very, very no. far away. So to be able to make a list just based off of numbers like that is incredible. Now you you pair that up with the fact that it's Time Magazine. Yeah. I mean, that's bucket list stuff. Yeah. You know, you talk about winning a, a Super Bowl or being the MVP of a, a sport. Not all those guys even land on a Time Top oh. 100 anything list. So, I mean, this is just a very, very exclusive list. I mean, Jalen Hurts. 
young player at the helm of the Eagles who have been on fire. Obviously, he's had a great career so far and yeah. just has so much more to go. Uh, Acuna, we, we've we talked enough about him, enough <laughs> said. Uh, you know how I feel about Angel Reese, probably the most overrated person on the list. Uh, <laughs> has nothing to do with what she's done on a basketball court. She used to go to Maryland, guys. That's why Mojo doesn't like her. Mojo's alma mater, of course. I'll never give it up for her leaving the Terps and taking that title to LSU instead. How dare you? <laughs> All jokes aside, I mean, just the year she's had, the waves that Brilliant. she's made, a true candidate for the list. It's obvious that she was on this. So really, really a cool thing. I mean, this is kind of something that can go literally at the top of any one of these athletes' resumes. That, that's how high I hold this in regard. There was a minor league baseball game going down uh, this week in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Now, usually when someone or something runs on the field, the security's all chasing after it and trying to tackle it. I don't know I would have been so fast to do that in this situation, Mojo. So this was in the sixth inning of the game. The Harrisburg Senators, who are affiliate of the Nationals, taking on, I love this name, the Bowie Bay Sox, a Baltimore Orioles yeah. affiliate, Mojo, and little... Special visitor on the field. Take a look. And uh, oh, I think we oh, have we have a skunk. I mean, this is our second skunk delay. We have a of the uh, year. You know, this happened the last time Bowie was in town. Was it Bowie? It, it was indeed the last time the Bay Sox were in town, and the skunk has made his way onto the infield. He's scurrying towards second base as some members of the grounds crew are out. The crowd is cheering as if T-shirts are being tossed to the stands. And the Bowie infielders are all uh, <laughs> understandably making their way away. Some brave souls are walking that skunk across the infield. So now I presume that they're going to try to get this thing to go the whole way around. Last time it vacated. Oh, he lifted his tail. Oh, my goodness gracious. Get away. They have been within 10 feet of that skunk the whole way. From Oh. Gosh, oh, oh, he went in the bullpen, and he's off the field to play. No, Mojo. I'm not going near that thing. On very, very rare occasion, Babecock, tragedy befalls sports, and we have to cancel games. <laughs> We're talking deaths on the field. Yeah. We're talking unstoppable lightning. Yeah. And now we're talking Dark. skunks in the infield, Babcock. <laughs> cancel the game. The day is done. What are you supposed to do here, Babecock? I mean, not throw security dirt. goes after the skunk and retrieves it, grabs it, and it sprays. This is a problem for everyone because that yes. stink ain't going anywhere no. anytime soon. Now we're no. talking about the players just reeking. They're not going to want to uh. deal with that. Potentially something getting in their eyes. Oh. There's a problem there they can't see. We're talking about lessening the fan experience. I mean, it might even be more of a liability if a fan gets blasted by a skunk than a player. That's probably a thing from a liability standpoint. But I don't know how you handle this situation, just like how we've discussed. I don't know how you stop all these streakers on the field unless you allocate one security per every single fan in the stands. There's just a lot of questions to sports that I think you just simply can't answer, and skunk on the field is absolutely one of them. I'm very curious why the skunks keep showing up when the Bowie, hang on, the Bowie Bay Sox Your come team. to town. A great name. 
Great name, yeah. You think they're bringing them with them? I think they might be. If we get down in the game, if we start losing, deploy the skunk. Release the skunk. We have anti-skunk vaccines on our team. We're good, but the other team's got no shot. The Harrisburg Senators are screwed. All right, Mojo, we are just about out of time, but it's funny you talked about Maryland, and of course you've got the Maryland Terrapin gear on. Uh, screw you, Kevin Willard. Uh, Mojo, tomorrow we're going to talk to a former Maryland Terrapin star. That guy right there, Vernon Davis, super talented, uh, is killing it in the entertainment industry, acting, is doing all that, Mojo, but we're going to talk to Vernon uh, he thinks he can still play football, Mojo, despite the fact that he's been out of the game for something like four years and is 39 years old. But the man still believes he can play and play at a high level. We're going to talk to Vernon Davis tomorrow, Mojo. Should be pretty great. I think I can wear it again tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow with another Maryland Terrapin on the show. Should make it higher the best. Show since